This is V the never goes camping witch. And this is Kylie the not even in a cabin witch. Kylie, I did something really special this week. Look what What's I brought. Up? Oh my god, there's a is that a guitar or a ukulele? Yes. I can't tell. It's a guitar. It's a baby guitar. It's a baby I, guitar. Okay. I wrote a special song for this week's episode of Witch Theater. Oh ready? my god. Okay, let's do this. Kill the campers, mom. Kill them, mom. Kill the campers, mom. Kill them all. Kill the campers, mom. Kill I wish everyone could see me dancing. That was incredible. Thank you so much. That You're is, welcome. That is a V. original. <laughs> well, we are covering <laughs> Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Uh, the original. Um, sadly, I have been waiting for a Jason movie and I did not get it. <laughs> yeah, that's. That's the general consensus. <laughs> uh, my boyfriend loves Friday the 13th. That's his favorite horror franchise. We're very, he's very into horror too. Probably more than me as far as he's been watching it forever. But he's like, yeah, the first one sucks because Jason's not even in it. I was like, fuck. Um, it definitely doesn't suck. But Jason is not. And Jason is in it. <laughs> it's, it's okay. <laughs> I'm just- it's no scream. To me. It's no scream. Honestly, the more into horror I get, the more I like Friday the 13th because it is like the teen slasher movie. Like yes. smack in 1980, low budget, everyone's in the woods and cabins and playing strip monopoly and, and someone's killing and everybody. And so skinny that it like physically looks like it hurts. Yeah. <laughs> They're all so tiny. Every single one of them. Like Even the these- men, everyone is like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was I the know. aesthetic at the time, though. The impossibly skinny aesthetic of the 70s. So let's get into all of these skinny yes. babies. or Skinny babies. Talk, not into them. Adorable. Oh They're all adorable. They are super adorable. Okay. Uh, Ned scares me, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I don't like Ned, but he's creepy. Okay. Well, Ned is played by Mark Nelson. Okay. Brenda is played by Laurie Bartram. Annie is played by Robbie Morgan. Marcy okay. is played by Janine Taylor. Alice is played by Adrian King. That's um, the most important one. Yes. Mrs. Voorhees is played by Betsy Palmer. Fun trivia on the, that lady later. <laughs> uh, but our two biggest really in this are Harry Crosby is Bill. He is the son of Bing Crosby. Oh, shit. Yeah. The filmmakers were accused of like trying to do the whole Jamie Lee Curtis thing because she's the daughter of famous actor. Oh, okay. He's barely. I mean. This First whole all, group is like, they're all barely in it except for Alice. Yeah, they didn't even use his name as marketing for the film, so they can't yeah, really no. be accused of that. But our biggest flex, the man, <laughs> the man, Secret Avenger, apparently, Kevin Bacon. Secret Avenger? Yeah, you didn't get that joke in, um, or hear that joke in uh, Avengers Infinity War. They talk about Kevin Bacon. He's like Earth's Mightiest Heroes, and then Mantis goes like Kevin Bacon, and Thor says, well... I haven't really been there in a while. He might be part of the team. <laughs> That's my awful Thor impression. Oh, I fucking love. <laughs> I don't love Thor that much. I uh, He's fine. I just love Marvel so much. So much. Anyway, uh, Kevin anyway. Bacon plays Jack. <laughs> okay. 
<laughs> that's our that's our cast. <laughs> um, it's really, you know, it was definitely very low budget. Yes, yeah, super low budget. Apparently, when they went to go make this film, the only idea that the guy had to pitch it was the the title screen where it shows the title and then the glass smashes. That was the only idea he had and he got the funding. I think this is very much because Halloween was such a hit. Yeah, exactly. Well, and they've been accused of like not uh, is appropriating a thing, to, appropriating copying, Halloween. Maybe just copying it. Yeah, like copying Halloween. I feel like this movie and Halloween have, while they have similar themes, like all horror has similar themes. Well, exactly. Um, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like all the horror has similar themes. Like it's a bunch of teenagers that die. Oh, plot twist, guys! A lot of them die. Oh yeah, like don't get attached to Ned. He goes quick. We <laughs> a lot of them go really quick. I will say my overall feelings about this was I thought it was really good. I thought it could have been cut down by like fucking 30 minutes. There's so much in here that's like I thought, oh, someone's going to jump out. Oh, something's going to happen. And it's like, oh, no, I'm just making tea. And I'm like, what the? There was a lot of suspense in this movie that just never really gets resolved. Right. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. And then like the ending is just like. Balls to the walls. Constant. Yes. The ending was great. It, the yeah. ending, I just, when I was watching it, I was like, okay. 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 And I think I'm a little jaded because Scream, like, fucking starts with a murder. And I'm like, yes. I mean, well, technically. We should have done this, this priest. This movie starts with a murder, too. It's just not a good one. I know. I know. But we should have done this pre-Scream. We, what we should have really done as Virgos was start with the earliest and go to the latest. Oh. Damn. Because that would have shown a nice progression. But anyway. Well, you know. <laughs> next week we can talk about the progression. Because next week is the bonus episode. So Bonus episode. Bonus episode. <laughs> okay. Is that. Is yeah. That that, that's every. Oh, wait. Who's the director? Sean Cunningham, I think, is the director. Oh, yes, he is. Writers Victor Miller and Ron Kurz. K-U-R-Z. And maybe Kurtz. Not totally sure. Oh, and then um, the guy. Who plays little Jason for like oh, five yeah. seconds? Creepy kid in this is fun trivia. Bad actually. makeup. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Ari Lehman, L E H M A N, is actually in a metal band called First Jason, which is a reference to him oh. playing the first Jason. How fun! I know, right? I have not been able to listen to the music yet, but I found that out. And Patrick is into metal, so I that might be our like new music this week. Also, I will say as someone who studied Jewish history for a very long time, that is the most Jewish name I have ever heard in my Ari Lehman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my uh professor that I worked close with uh did Jewish name changes when people came over like through Ellis Island and oh, yeah. like name changes of Jewish people to like uh anglicize their names. Mm-hmm. But so when I hear something like Ari Lehman, all I think is my professor like <laughs> <laughs> diagnosing the name. She was the best. I wrote a thesis with her. So, I'm a nerd, guys, if you didn't if you didn't know, major nerd. Do we uh, not know f- at this point that we're both major nerds? Still Facebook friends with my high school and college professors. So <laughs> I follow my old professors on Instagram. That's how nerdy I am. Mine don't and, have them that I know of. But oh, um, see, mine mine are like poetry and like oh, writers, yeah. so yeah. like they have Instagram to like promote yeah. their shit. Yeah. Okay, so we are at Camp Crystal Lake in 1958, and they're they are- singing campfire songs, which is why there was the campfire song, <laughs> and very Christian, I will say, and that's why I really enjoyed. 
what you sang because it felt like I should be singing about God. Like that's what it felt like. And I thought mm-hmm. you did a great. I thought you did Thank a great you so job. much. I was so excited about that. That was perfect. She didn't tell me, guys. <laughs> I, I told her not to tell me. <laughs> genuine reaction. I didn't know what her intro thing was going to be and she just pulls out a guitar and I'm like, "Oh fuck, yeah, let's also, do this." Shout out to cuz we're not putting the witch theater music in. Instead, we did the campfire song. But Russell Beard. You gotta my, put it in a little bit. I might, I might, I might. But Russell Beard, who also does our podcast music, is my guitar teacher. So shout out. <laughs> it's also her brother. <laughs> yes. I pay him to teach me the guitar. Like, I know the value of the services. Mm-hmm. He was paid for the podcast music and coffee beans, though. Like, he wouldn't Oh, I was going to say, so. you didn't tell me that. I would have helped, but okay. Oh, no. I told, he wouldn't <laughs> let me pay for it. And he's like, well, it can be a birthday gift. And I'm like, he loves coffee. And there's so many good roasters here in Tampa. So I just threw him some coffee beans. Nice. His favorite roaster, King State. Shout out to King State in Tampa. Amazing. I gave we him love some coffee. King State coffee beans. Nice. Okay, so like we said, there's a group of... I'd say teenagers, late teenagers, like 17, 18, 19, 20. That kind of age range is what we're talking about. Yep. Singing nice Christian songs about the Lord. Uh, two <laughs> of them sneak off to get it on. I looked it up. Their names are Barry and Claudette. Apparently, Barry is a dog, and he has been kissing other girls, and she's like, am I a better kisser than Mary? Or whatever. Damn. He, and he was like, how would I know? And I was like, you a dog. You a dog. Wow. That's like very youth group shit, honestly. Oh, for the person such youth who was group in youth, yes. Yeah, that's like such youth group drama. My best friend met her, hus- her now husband in youth group. <laughs> she now has a master's in divinity. He is now an atheist. <laughs> so Wow. They, they're making it work. Whatever. They met a youth group and that's their, oh my God. Good yeah. for them, man. Yeah. Wow. Um. Neither go to church, though, I will say. If you're listening, hi, Simone. Hi, Tyler. Love you guys. I don't think you listen, but if if you are, you're my best friends. I love you. Um, make that. So, your best friend doesn't listen to her podcast. You got to make her. Probably not because she doesn't like Also, horror. I'm not your best friend. Sorry. I know, I know I'm not. I've known her since I was 13. No, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, so this beginning part is like, what is it? A first camera? Like a first person yeah, camera? And this is one of the many comparisons probably that we'll talk about with Halloween is that it's a first person shot. Mm-hmm. Like a first person killer perspective. It's in and out. It's not the whole time. Yeah, it's not. But like you also hear the like iconic key, 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 ma, 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 ma. Yes. Which is, yes. it's supposed to be the composer came up with that, and it's supposed to be kill, 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 mom, 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 which is, <gasps> that's why I did it in my campfire song. Yes, it was beautiful. Thank you so uh, <laughs> Barry gets stabbed first, then Claudette tries to escape. She gets stabbed. They are dead. So. No boobs, though. We didn't see any boobies. Not yet. We will. Uh, we see boobies? Oh, we see boobies. We see, we see boobies? Th- we see, I think, Brenda's boobies. No. Whoever fucks Jack. Oh, yeah. Her titties be out. So now we are on Friday, June 13th in the present, which I did the math is 1979, 21 years later. Oh, I'm so glad that you did the math. Yep. There is a girl. We later learn her name is Annie trying to get to Camp Crystal Lake. She is fucking hitchhiking. Let's not do that. No. Not uh, even in 1970. No, nope, it's still not a good idea. Ted Bundy was out there. Let's not do that. She is comes into a diner. She gets a ride. I'm kind of breezing through this because she has. She go no. well. It's important because she asks about getting to Camp yes. Crystal Lake, and everyone freaks the camp out. Crystal Lake. Everyone freaks out. Calls it Camp Blood. Camp Blood. Which is also another possible title for this episode. I mean, that sounds like a camp for vampires, which I'm into. 
Yeah, me too. Enos is the guy who's going to take her halfway in his truck. They run He's into... He's an asshole. He is, but also, like, he ain't wrong. Uh, they... <laughs> They go past a guy named Ralph who is spouting how it's a death curse to go to this camp. Don't do it. Blah, blah, blah. They ignore him. Annie finds out that a boy drowned in 1957. And then one year later, those counselors were murdered. So obviously. They weren't weren't paying attention to him. Shush. Don't ruin them. We already know that the mom. Don't ruin the movie from 1980. Okay. It's been only. What is that? 41 years. Jesus. I mean, then the campfire song is like, compl- I shouldn't have even done it. Because that's, that's like the whole movie. Yeah, how dare you? How dare you be ruined? How dare I create something beautiful and musical for the <laughs> How dare I become an artistic genius? I mean. <laughs> so three more counselors they show are now headed to Camp Crystal Lake. Listening to it, the this bluegrass music in the middle yeah, of rough. New Jersey. It was rough. That was, okay, listen, bluegrass and banjo players are amazingly talented. And in the right setting, banjo and bluegrass can be awesome. But this was, like, out of fucking left field. Yeah, it was. And also, I hate it. Um, (laughs) So I wrote their names down. The names of the counselors, right? Yeah. Ned, Jack, Bill, Marcy, Brenda, and Alice. And Annie. Well, Annie's already dead. Not yet. (laughs) Oh, sorry. She dies later. Um, wow, this is already like. See, this spoilers. Is how- if you're spoiled, for, I, once again, if we were covering like, say, the new Candyman that not everyone has seen, I would be more concerned with that. But this is freaking from 1980. Like, just know if- that if you come to Witch Theater, it's gonna be spoiled. Yes, like the whole like point week is old milk. <laughs> we're the week old milk podcast. <laughs> That's great. Steve, who is the owner, Steve Christie is the owner of the camp. He hits on Alice in a super creepy way. And I wrote, quote, I hope he goes first. So this is where those short shorts are out of hand. Well, and she drew his picture last night. I get no, I get the feeling that they are having an affair, but he's a really terrible lay because he's like, you really think (laughs) I look like this? And the way she says it is, that's what you looked like last night. And, but like, she, she, like, shies away about- when he tries to touch her face. Like, he must yeah. be the worst lay ever. Because he's also, or he's, just he's got a nice body, but he is not that cute. No, or he's just a creep. I can't tell. I mean, with a mustache like that? Good Lord. <laughs> Steve Christie. I have a theory. Oh, okay. I read, I read something really interesting. Because, like, this whole thing, we did not talk about this yet, is that this is kind of a murder mystery, which is fun. Like, Scooby-Doo style, only everybody dies instead of, you know, getting Yeah, we don't next. know who the bad guy is. Yeah. We don't know who the killer is. So, somebody on IMDb compared it to a story by Agatha Christie, and I think uh-huh. that's why the guy's last name is Christie. It, oh, cool. Maybe. I'm hoping that that, I, I couldn't confirm that anyway. I know and, Barry was named Barry in the first one because I think it was like their sound producer, or their producer was named Barry, and I think they threw him in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. But yeah, Agatha Christie, great murder mystery. We've talked about her a tiny bit on the podcast before, um, but they've compared this movie to, and then there were none, where people like die one by one and you're trying yeah. to like figure out that's who's an the Aga- killer. That's a thing though with Agatha Christie novels. Oh god, dying, and they're really dying good. one by one. You yeah, feel like Sherlock Holmes, Agatha Christie is way better. I think Agatha Christie is way better. And then there were none is actually a fantastic read. And if you're into Audible, Dan Stevens narrates it on Audible, and it who's is Dan Stevens. 
Dan Stevens uh, was in Downton Abbey and oh, Legion, Legion on FX, um, and he played the Beast in the Beauty and the Beast remake. You literally named three things I could care less about viewing. So Legion nothing. is great. Well, the first season's great. Anyway, Anning hasn't gotten there yet. They discuss how she's going to be the cook, but she's not there yet. Steve decides to take off on an errand. I don't know what I was writing. Yeah, there. Never mind. he leaves in an errand. He leaves in a yeah. jeep. By he the leaves way. in the jeep. Annie gets picked up now by an unknown jeep. So we're back to Annie on the road. Uh, Steve she, is the prime suspect. Which can I can I say that trucker was such an asshole to only drive her ten miles and not just finish the ten miles and just drive her to the camp. Like I mean, really? he had listen. First of all, I think it was really out of his way. And second of all, like in no, a they truck said that, he was going up that way. Yeah, but I think he dropped her like at the crossroads because she. But you're just leaving this, like, 17-year-old girl to walk, like, 10 to whatever miles? And he was also an ass to her while she was riding. Yeah. Like, you stupid kids, you don't know any better. And she's like, I'm going to go do my job. She has a job, yeah. This Steve Christie got hired, all these people to be counselors. And so, basically, we didn't even say it, but this is pre-kids. So, this is, like, the counselors are there by themselves fixing up the place. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and like the, this conversation between Annie and Enos is like very feels very boomer millennial, even though this movie was in 1980. And <laughs> even like, though they're one's the great generation and one's a boomer now. Right, exactly. So it's like this generational gap shit is just always a oh, problem. Oh, for sure, for sure. So just try and make friends, y'all. Try and make friends for sure. So Annie is now in this unknown jeep. Who said they would drive her to Crystal Lake? We do not see the person driving or hear them talk. They pass the road to Crystal Lake. Uh, the Jeep speeds up. Annie kind of tumbles out of the car. Because she freaks out. She's Obviously. She's so cute. She's talking about how, like, it's her dream to work with kids and how I know. excited I'm, she is. Yeah. And she's so sweet and, like, fucking starry-eyed. And I'm like, but also you're a hitchhiker. Like, it, she's so fucking naive. Yeah, she really is. Despite the fact that we never see her boobs, she's, like, very obviously <laughs> the first girl to go. Oh, than- for sure. Claudette, I guess. Okay, yeah, we don't count them. That's like a precursor. We really don't count Barry and Claudette. Sorry, Barry and Claudette. Not sorry, Barry and Claudette. Annie jumps out of the car. She runs, tries to run through the woods, gets her throat slashed. So she's done. We still don't see the killer. Still don't so see the killer. Still a mystery. I like. Yep. I liked that death. Actually, it was a good one. Yeah, whatever. I think oh, we'll talk about best death at the end. Yeah, that's true. Um, we always do best death. Someone in the woods is watching the teens frolic in the water. This water, I will say, while I do not generally consent to a ton of lake swimming, I am from a place that has, I think, like 15 lakes or something in our township. So I am very adept at lake swimming, like jumping off a pontoon and swimming in the lake. But these people still stress. It still stresses me out. When I'm doing it, I'm stressed out. But I feel like I need to do it. I grew up going down like swampy rivers in florida called like black creek you know oh no we just uh, have big lakes we just have lakes but you know the algae touches you the fish touch you it's oh honey we have like alligators and that's dumb why would you do that that's just what you do in florida like everyone is half stupid. that's why florida is nuts that's i'm telling you i've lived here my entire life y'all hear me i'm very i i believe in like People getting the things that they need, like socially progressive, I guess I'll call it. But yeah, I'm like half redneck because that's just what happens when you live here. You <laughs> go to the from- ki- you go to the creeks that are full of alligators and shit. The- that's just what you do. 
Oh, I don't do I it anymore. Like, I would like to point out that I'm from a place we call Water Tucky. And I, <laughs> I'm fuck? not kidding. The lakes, the pontoons I'm jumping off are not nice ass pontoons. They are third hand fucking ripped up seat pontoons. I'm jumping into the mucky water and swimming around with my white claw. Like, I'm not saying this is a night. This is not bougie. This is our version of redneck shit. We just happen to have lakes instead of rivers. Yeah, there are a couple of ne- decent springs. Not everybody is, you know, there's places you can go that are like less cotton mouthy and alligatory. That would be nice. So, uh, <laughs> we'll go tubing one day. <laughs> nope. Ned, Ned goes underwater and does not come back up. He feigns drowning, basically. They go to save him. He's an asshole pretended to drown. Uh. Alice sees a snake in her cabin, and I wrote, quote, these kids are idiots and kind of deserve to die. That was a real thing. Like, that snake was not supposed to be there. It was not planted. It oh, just really? Happened. It happened to be there, and they really killed it. That's kind of fucked up. That snake didn't do anything to anybody. I mean, I'm I not afraid it. of snakes, though. So. It also looked like it was probably a harmless snake, like most snakes. It looked like don't... a garden snake. Yeah, like, it was. Like, if a snake doesn't have a weird pattern on it, it's probably fine. It wasn't attacking. It was literally just laying there. Mm-hmm. So they they chop it up with a machete. It pissed me off. Yeah, it pissed um, me off too. So the kids are now making. I say kids. They're not really kids, but I don't know what else to call. They're younger them. than but, us at this point. Yeah, <laughs> fuck me. The counselors are making dinner. They have no power, so they go to the emergency generator. There's a storm coming. They have a long discussion about it. This is like 40 minutes into the film also, y'all. Yeah, like, guys. We're halfway has, through the, is, the film Nothing has fucking happened. <laughs> um, Jack and Marcy, who Jack is Kevin Bacon, and Marcy is someone whose name I don't know because it doesn't matter anymore. She's cute. The, she Oh, they're all adorable. They're all beautiful. Um, they start having sex. At some point, she asks where Ned is because Ned has but disappeared. This, this is the trope, though, of kids having sex getting murdered. And oh, that's yeah. kind of super fun that we're seeing the beginning of that. Yeah, because, like, Barry and Claudette were trying to get it on and they got murdered. Ned is just a dick. Oh, we forgot to mention that Ned is, like, trying to culturally appropriate Native American culture. I, I what- zoomed past it because... I didn't want us to go into a full rant because it was 1980 and people were fucking stupid. And I mean, I just want to mention yes. it because th- we always have an SJW moment on the podcast. And yes, we like, do. And I thought I wrote it down, but I didn't. I'm sorry. No, you're good. But I just wanted to mention it because like. Oh, yeah, I did write cops pull up and then Ned is an asshole. I mean, this is coming out two days before Halloween, so this is your last warning. Someone else's culture is not your fucking Halloween costume. Thank God, and arrest the cops who murdered Brianna Taylor. Amen to that. I'm sorry, I skipped by it, but yes, the cop pulls up looking for Ralph because supposedly he's in the woods on his bike. Alice gets scared of Ralph. She's in the kitchen. He's hiding kind of in the cabin, telling him the place is cursed. That's he's pre-dinner. the messenger of God. He's the messenger of God. That's pre-dinner, I like him. so now I like him as a suspect too. For the murders. I mean, I know what's happening, so I can't say it. No, but this is part of the mystique of the movie. Like, if it, yeah, if I didn't know the killer, if I didn't know, is fucking Enos the killer because he hated Annie so much? I don't know. (laughs) Enos doesn't seem like the jeep driving kind, though. His name's Enos. Enos. Yeah. Anyway, is this the argument we're gonna have? Is the pronunciation? I moved along. (laughs) I moved along. Jack and Marcy go to have sex. Uh, the rest of them, whose names I can't remember and don't really care to list off. Bill, Alice, and Brenda. 
Bill Allison, Brenda. Everybody uh, dies in this movie. We at least need to get their names right. Okay, well, not <laughs> Um, They start playing Strip Monopoly, which does sound kind of like fun. I'm not going to lie. I only play Monopoly with my family, so that's not going to work for me. Okay, well. Uh... <laughs> While Jack and Marcy are getting it on, and I will say this was, it wasn't graphic, but they showed his butt. They showed a lot of moaning. It was kind of, mm. It it wasn't fakey. Like, it seemed like. No, it sounded like they were having sex. Yeah, it really did. Like, it sounded like normal, like, romantic, sweet sex. Like, not just, like, weird, fakey porno sex. No, it wasn't. It was good. They pan up, and Ned is in the bunk above them with his throat slit. Yeah, and his eyes wide open. And I'm just kind of like, yeah. I'm not even mad about it. He deserved to die. He kind of did. Uh, Marcy says, she's got to pee. I'm, you're laying on my bladder. Okay. Been there. Been just there. PSA, you should pee after having sex because you're, like, a lot more likely to get a bladder infection if you don't. A UTI, yeah. You should always. Yeah, That's your my, medical tip my, of the day. <laughs> my gynecologist told me, always go pee after having sex. This is, in my opinion, the best scene in the whole film. This is my favorite death. Yeah, definitely. So while Marcy's in the bathroom, which I will have to say, if I was walking through a rainstorm, I'd put some pants on. Yeah, like why is she? I don't know. I also never wear a yellow raincoat in any of these movies. Or ever. Ever. Like yellow raincoats have officially been ruined. Yes, they have. So Thanks, while Marcy's... Pennywise. <laughs> well, Marcy is in the bathroom. Jack gets stabbed through the neck with, is it an arrow? An arrow. It's so good. Oh, my God. This whole sequence, like his death. Rest in peace, Kevin Bacon. Now we're back to Marcy, which, by the way, I like the name Marcy. It's a cute name. She hears wrestling. She, you know, like wrestling, like outside. She starts looking around. Uh, she gets an axe to the head. That, what? The suspense in this scene is fantastic. It is exactly we, how... If I led up with every suspense, we would be doing this podcast for five fucking hours. I I know, but <laughs> it just deserved more than that. Because it was... I'm sorry. Like, Jack's and Marcy's deaths, like, make this film chef's kiss. I'm really not a huge fan of the movie, so I can't... Look, the first time I watched this was because my brother, our music Russell, composer... Russell Beard amazing guy (laughs) he's adorable him and his wife are adorable yeah i know they're the best i'm so glad i get to be related to them anyway oh that's cute this used to be his favorite slasher he has since said that nightmare on elm street is his new favorite slasher not his favorite horror movie nightmare on elm street isn't a slasher oh really evan's changed your opinion on that um the definition of a slasher i think of it as a crazy person slashing people not with any kind of powers listeners i really wish you could see my face right now because words do not express i understand but i listened to both sides i listened to your before this month i have not seen any of these i've seen my nightmare on elm street when i was 11 and that was the last time so i really was going in pretty even keeled and i've listened to both sides and i will say i believe slashers are like screen fine we'll just go like classic Classic horror, horror movie villains. Movies. That's yeah, all it classic is. horror villains. Then, yeah, it's just so much easier. Slasher versus classic horror. Vi- this is a debate for the bonus episode. Never mind. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so Marcy's dead. Marcy's the- dead. The suspense in the scene is fantastic, but the way they show her death is so fucking campy. 
Oh, it's all real. Um, we'll talk about a decapitation later that made me laugh out loud. And oh, I had to take my headphones off boy. and step away for a moment. It is. This is why I say this movie is like peak. Oh, it's so much fun. It's your peak, like campy horror It's movie. like what you watch on Halloween as like a fun, like put it on when you're having a party. Because you're See, like looking over and there's like a slash. Yeah. Better to put on at a party than uh, than the classic It, 1990s It. We can't. Guys, please listen to the episode. Uh- <laughs> listen. Okay. I have a beef. It's I don't a know good episode, even though the show isn't that great. But this is the beef. Everybody says they love the 1990s It because of Tim Curry's performance, which for me was the only redeeming factor in the film. I thought it was lame. People were talking about this. You weren't there. People were talking about this on the Magic Relics chat. Yes. Yes. And we're like, oh, yeah, Tim Curry is great in that. It's like, yeah, but he's in the movie for 20 minutes and it's a three hour film. Like, Hi, it's Christian not wor- and Amy. If you actually listen to this, let me know. We're not going to tell you in advance. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody else from the Magic Relics. But like, I'm calling everybody out right now. Tell me one other redeeming thing about that film. Come, I want people to come at me about that episode. I really do. I'm ready. Not for even it. the costuming because they put Beverly in a in a pencil skirt going down into the sewer. So I'm out. Oh, I draw. Anyway, we gotta stop <laughs> talking about it. We already did a whole fucking hour and a half episode <laughs> on the goddamn thing. It was almost two. <laughs> Bless me for editing that because that wasn't fun. That was a, actually a blast to edit, to be honest. Oh, good. It we really had was. fun. That's why I want people to listen. Like, we had fun talking about I it. I know. Like, just because you know, don't like the movie doesn't mean you can't listen to the episode. Yeah, be a loyal listener, goddammit. Yeah, guys, come on. <laughs> anyway, so Steve, the owner, is heading back to camp. He's like at a diner, like you would be in this type of place. And he's pouring ta- down fucking rain. Oh, oh yeah, it's a complete storm. And he's heading back. I'm such an asshole. I wrote another girl's in the bathroom. Brenda, maybe. <laughs> it is Brenda. Uh, it is Brenda. And nailed yeah. it. <laughs> Brent, I like this scene with Brenda in the bathroom because it's like you see the curtains move in the showers, and you're just like, "Are we gonna do this again?" And the killer decides, "Nah, I already did that. That's so last." That's time. not the killer. I think that's like mental stuff because there's no way the killer was in there and then got out of a shower stall. I have no idea. The killer is like a 50-year-old woman. She is not doing that. I like the suspense of it anyway. She's very adept, though, man. That bitch is fucking... 50 ain't old. My mother is almost 60 and can kick my ass because she Oh, my mom out. is 62 and will whoop my ass if I ever... <laughs> she has straight up... We have wrestled before when I was probably like 22 and she was what, 8? Eight years younger, so like in her early, she whooped my fucking ass. <laughs> she is still does a manual labor job. The woman Kelly can fucking kill it. If anyone in this world wants to cross Kelly, not a good plan, my dude. Not a good plan. She does not need a weapon. She will just whoop your ass. Lori could probably whoop an ass too. Yeah. I don't think she would. She's an Aries. And oh I've no, never... my mom is aggressive. Like that's where yeah. I get it from. She See, will whoop your ass. My mom is very sassy, but like I didn't believe she was an Aries when I found out she was an Aries because she's just not that big dick energy that an Aries is, you know? I don't know any Aries. Well, he'll meet my mom at some point, so he will. <laughs> Lori. Lori, that's my auntie's name. The protagonist in Halloween is named Lori. Yes, she is. So we are now 
Brenda is in the bathroom, right? She hears someone. And this is a perfect scene where I say, speed this shit up. She does this. She washes her hands. She checks the thing. She, It's like such a long extended period where it's like all they had to do was show someone yelling from the outside. I'm telling so, you, if this was a book, if this were like, you know, an it'd be good. novel. Yeah, it would be fantastic. You'd be just like, holy shit. But that's not the, the point. This is a movie. Well, but like, that's the expectation. Like you go into it and it's like, who's the killer? And if. I watched it from that perspective this past time for the podcast. I watched it. I found out that we had bought it, um, so I didn't have to pay for it, which is great. It's only three ninety nine on Amazon, though, guys. Yeah, like, I think I think I bought it for eight ninety nine. So <laughs> yeah, um, I know, but I'm just saying, if you want to just watch it, it's three ninety nine. It's not. I think it's worth a watch because, I, I think and so I haven't too. seen any of the rest of the Jason universe. Oh, you know, and then there's Evan's Jason obsessed. Versus, His favorite yeah. is Jason X, where they are in outer space. Wow. I know. That's what I said, too. I had heard a rumor about that. I didn't know that was real. I thought it was a fucking joke. I think he's on a space station of some kind. I don't think he's, like, killing people in astronaut suits. I think it's like he's on a space station. We got to do that for sci-fi month. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah, that would be so fun. That would be great. Okay, so. Yeah. To keep going, there's Brenda. uh, Here's someone calling out for help. So she is a dumbass. And instead of even putting back her raincoat, like putting her raincoat back on, she goes out to investigate. She, she turns... looks like a fucking little girl in her stupid nightgown and her hair tied up. Like, oh yeah. my God. She She's... looks naive as fuck. Yes. Yeah, so she is soaking wet. She kind of stumbles into the archery range. They showed that a little earlier. Yeah. Um, so Ned all acts like almost pretended to shoot her. And she was really pissed at him. So that was like the only foreshadow death. And like, you guys, I love foreshadowing so much. So I was like, this may be my favorite V is turned on right now by this foreshadowing. I am a fucking (laughs) poetry major. So foreshadowing. I thought you were going to say you're a whore for foreshadowing. Okay, I'll correct. I'm a whore for foreshadowing. (laughs) This is why I like A24 movies, okay? The killer turns on all of the archery lights, like the range lights. And you just hear a scream, so we don't actually see her murdered. I don't like that we don't get to see the murder, but I do like the the creativity surrounding the murder. Yes, it was smart. So Bill is now returning to the main cabin. There's this nice main cabin. That's where they sing the Christian songs in the beginning of the movie. Him and Alice are confused why no one is coming back. They hear noises. So they go to investigate the archery range. Because at this point, four people are missing. Yes, four people are missing, and they can't find them. So then they can't find anyone at the archery range. They start trying to, I'm assuming, kind of round people up, like be like, where's this person? Where's this person? They go to Marcy's cabin and find an axe in her bed with blood on it. And Alice is just like, what is going on? As if there's not a fucking bloody axe on the pillow. I know. She seems to still think it's a prank. Ned is like, a dick. <laughs> Ned Ned is definitely a dick. And, like, if Ned were still alive, I would be like, Ned might be killing everyone because he's just that fucked up. But he's already dead, so. Yeah, he is already dead. Steve is still my number one suspect if yeah. I didn't know who the killer was. Yeah, yeah. Bill and Alice decide to break into the office, I believe, to try to call someone on the phone. Um, or get into the generator. I don't remember what. No, like, yeah. the generator's in a different room. I believe they're trying to use the phone. The phone lines are dead. Alice wants to hike out of there. She's like, let's just go. Let's just fucking go. And let's Bill's just like, hike t- 20 miles into town. Jesus honestly, Christ. it's probably safer to keep walking than to stay where the fuck they are. 
I mean, it didn't work out for the Bitches and Blair Witch Project, so. Okay, well, they also made their choices. Um, Alice, <laughs> they, they sure went searching for a deadly witch and they died from her. I don't feel bad. We covered the Blair Witch last Halloween season, so go back and listen because it's my I believe it's called the Blair Witch or something like Or no, what do we call it? Oh, nobody Don't put Mikey, Mikey in, in a corner. corner. <laughs> nobody puts Mikey in a corner. Guys, we're clever. You should follow us. You should listen more. We're so funny. I wrote a goddamn song for y'all based off of Kumbaya, but still. It's cute. Um, You're welcome. I really enjoy it. I heavily enjoyed it. I'm going to listen to it later. I I practiced it. (laughs) It was adorable and perfect. Um, Bill says that they should wait for Steve, though, because technically Steve has never returned from town. Now we see that Steve is in the cop car. Because his Jeep broke down. I forgot to cover that, but his Jeep broke down. Okay, hold on. Because there's actually... This is the witch break I wanted to take with Please. this. Okay. Because... Have my cider. And, and, and fun trivia. Nobody says that it's Friday the 13th, except the mention at the beginning, and this fucking cop just saying, yeah, on Friday the 13th, we get more rapes and murders and all this bullshit, and Jesus it's also Christ. a full moon. And listen, be it being a full moon and Friday the 13th at the same time, let me just tell you, astrologically, astrologically babies, that doesn't fucking happen. It doesn't fucking happen. <clears throat> I, I almost look got at, married on Friday the 13th. I mean, my grandparents got married on Friday the no, 13th. No, so. Matt and I chose Friday the 13th for a reason. Yeah, I don't think my grandparents chose it, but they were married until my grandma died, and it was like over 50 years. And like, yeah. God, God bless them. They're both gone now, and I miss them so much. But I have a picture from their wedding day that I keep. It's the best. That's perfect. Um, okay, so let's talk about both the full moon and Friday the 13th. I'm okay. going to talk about Friday the 13th first, because Friday the 13th did not used to be a taboo thing. I lived on the 13th floor in my building when I was in a high rise, and it was so great. I was so excited that I lived on the 13th floor, because... Even people in my building were like, that's an unlucky floor. You know, they don't have that in some buildings. And I'm like, I'm a witch and I love it. I literally told strangers, I am a witch and it's a lucky number for me. Mm -hmm. 13 is how many moon cycles we have. And Mm -hmm. not everybody has the same kind of menstruation cycle, but most menstruation cycles are 13 a year. And that is one of the reasons why they think it's considered unlucky is because of misogyny because you get oh i never heard that <gasps> what a fun fact v isn't that fun um i mean fun, fun but sad not, but like yeah. angry but like that's an interesting like trivia but this is this one i really like because this is another one of those examples where the christians ruin everything for everybody i'm sorry usually they usually do i'm so sorry like sorry ev Sorry, my brother <laughs> um, and his wife. They're they're good people, even though they're Christians. So there are some good Christians out there, honestly. Of course, but the, wonderful of course. people. Wonderful people. Um, but thirteen. They say thirteen is bad. There were thirteen people at the Last Supper. You know who the thirteenth yeah. person was. You know who the thirteenth person was. It was fucking Judas. You act like I did not go to Catholic school. <laughs> no, I know. I'm I'm just being ironic for drama. Also, this one is not one that I looked up, but this is one that I thought of in my own pretty little head. The death <laughs> card is the 13th card in the Major Arcana in the tarot. Oh. Isn't girl. that spooky? Yes, it is. Now, I will tell you, babies, from take it from the tarot reading witch. I do this fucking professionally. The death card does not always mean nope. death, actual death. In fact, it's I, rebirth. In fact, the only, I've never pulled death in terms of death. Mm-hmm. It is rebirth. I it have. It is wonderful. Um, I pulled the tower when my grandpa died. 
Uh, for was... Matt, Matt went into the hospital the last time it was a big deal. I'll say he was like out once in between. I pulled the tower and death. Hmm. Yeah. The tarot is scary accurate. Mm-hmm. But an And I tried tool. to reason it away in my little notebook. I was like, rebirth, regeneration, everything. Bur-. No, he died. <laughs> Sometimes it really do hit you that hard. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was brutal. It was very brutal. And it was the deck that um what is it called? Uh Moon Void Tarot that is oh. my that is my mat deck. Ooh. So it's like a goth couple. The first deck I ever bought was Tattoo Tarot, which I still love. Um and the second one I bought was Moon Void Tarot. And it's me and Matt. And oh. I still use it to talk to Matt. So I know so cute. I have different decks that have different The main girl in it is a girl with big black glasses and long black hair. Like, it's literally me. And the whole deck is black and white with, like, shots of red. It's She just released, although I will say she just released a pink version, which I want to buy just because it's super fun. The artist? Um, Yes. Stephanie Capone is her name. And you can do at Moonvoid Tarot on Instagram or at Stephanie Capone, C-A-P-O-N-I, I believe. She responds. Every time I post her stuff, she responds to it. So she's great. I love artists that are still involved in the community. It's really cool. I don't know that she's as big as I feel like she should be. Like, I feel like she should be bigger because I think her tarot is really amazing. But I need to get back into tarot. I've been kind of lacking lately. I've been so depressed that I haven't been like... It's hard to do when you're really... Yeah, I don't really read for myself a whole lot, but I read for a lot of other people. And, I don't and, read for other people, so yeah. If if I'm struggling, the last thing I want to do is to read myself, both tarot wise and also like culturally, like read myself. <laughs> like I don't want to go there. Not to call you out completely, but like I help t- Kylie a lot with her tarot readings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard to get out of your own head with tarot, and yeah, w- we need. We're going super off track. And yeah, it's a super witchy moment. But yeah, I. by the way, you can book a reading with me if you yes. meet me at Mystical Millennials. I don't think I've ever actually pulled cards for you except for like a one-off. You've done it a few times when I've pulled and you're like, let me pull some clarification cards. Yeah, I pull clarifiers for you, but like I've never like given you a reading. Anyway, back to uh, Friday the 13th. This is a fun <laughs> thing. Fear of Friday the 13th is called Triskaidekaphobia. Um, I did look up about crime statistics on Friday the 13th, and actually, because a lot of people have triskaidekaphobia, there are actually less traffic incidents and crimes, because less people are out doing shit on Friday the 13th. I will say, keep your black animals inside. So if you have a black cat or a black dog, mainly a black cat, but also black dogs in general, just keep your animals inside on that night. People get nuts. So. I, get, I think that's, like, not, like, a, a crime they would register. But, yeah, like, less, less no, crime and, like, it is tend to it is common to hurt black cats on Oh, black, yeah, no, I know. Friday yeah. yeah. Less, less black dogs get adopted. Our our puppy is black. She's yeah, Leah. Leah is the cutest ever. But, yeah. Um, um, let's not say cutest ever because I have two dogs staring at me right now who would disagree with you. Leah and Ellie actually have really similar Yeah, faces. they both have the Rottweiler. If people listening, they both have the um, brown eyebrows. We should do a side-by-side for the Instagram. Yes. I'm down. <laughs> Guys, follow our Instagram at which they do with an RE because I post a shit ton now. I have had too much fun. <laughs> I've been really enjoying watching what you put on. But, like, some of these, like, Pennywise TikToks are really creeping me out. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we are uh, – Steve is in the cop's car. Because his Jeep broke down. Um, he gets out. Something happens. He sees the killer to pick him up. Like, 
Someone came to pick him up. He sees the killer, recognizes him, and says, like, what are you doing out here? Get stabbed. Bye, Steve. And my number Bye, one Steve. suspect is gone, so I'm like, I don't even know who the fucking killer is anymore. I know. <laughs> I thought... I, well, no, but, like, when I was, you know... Yeah. Suspending my disbelief for, like, the fifth time I've watched this movie. I'm completely... I can't do that. Bill goes to check on the generator, so Bill and Alice are the two remaining alive counselors. And guess he, what? He Bill goes to check on the... Back. He goes to check on the generator, leaving Alice, and he says, try to sleep. In what fucking world would I be sleeping? I mean, nobody has been confirmed murdered yet. They haven't found any bodies. But everyone's disappearing. Like, wouldn't you be scared? I would definitely be scared. And the power's out? Especially, like, I do really love sleep. But Mm -hmm. yeah, no. There's no one there. There's no one there. This is also Um, the reason I don't go camping, like, even in cabins. I tried to go camping after watching the. Evil Dead. So that didn't work. Um, This is the time that I would like to reference a book that I just read because I'm a librarian and that's what I like to do. Ooh. It is called The Last Time I Lied by Riley Sager. If you like thriller movies, you will love his books. I have many more. This one is about um, a girl who experiences a tragedy at a summer camp when she's like 13. And then she goes back as an adult. So it's <gasps> very cool. It's very well written. I'm an English major. And I'm a nuthead about thriller books. Because those are my favorite genre. To just read like. You know what I mean? Like just like in, like inhale those books. I've read like 10 this month. This is one of my favorites. It's really, really, really well done. I'm getting it on Audible right now. Good. I don't like Audible. But that's just me. Riley Sager is really great. Um, my all-time favorite is Ruth Ware, W-A-R-E. They're all British, which is super fun to read as an American. Oh, all of them. And then Lisa Jewell, spelled J-E-W-E-L-L. Anyway, so Alice goes to make some tea. <laughs> yeah, and I just takes I just ever. So much of this movie could be cut out. <laughs> she takes like five minutes to make tea and they show it. Yes. So Hi. now she decides to go looking for Bill. Um, she goes into the room that has the generator. She can't find him. She's yelling for him. She closes the door and Bill is pinned to the door with arrows, bloody and dead. One through his fucking eye. Yeah, it's brutal. And that was actually Harry Crosby. Hanging from the door with a bunch of makeup on. It was not a body double. Yeah, it looked, I was going to say, I mean, it looked like him, so. Yeah, it was not like one of those, like, dummies. It was, like, actually him, which I thought was pretty cool. Alice goes back to the main cabin. She is pretty smart. She tries to use a rope to tie between the rafters and the front door so that the front door couldn't be opened while it is in vain. It is smart. She tries. She tries. Get, yeah, she's she tries. A good, she's a good fino girl. Um. Also by Riley Sager. <laughs> Oh, a good There final is a girl? book called Final Girl. Okay, Alice is trying to booby trap the house or protect the house or the cabin. Whatever the fuck the cabin. It's this like the main thinking. cabin. It's like their headquarter type. Area. Yeah, like their uh, um, hangout. Like, uh, what the fuck? Like the common room. Common, the common room. Common room, yes. Or like the, what is the one that you have in an apartment complex? What is the main? That's what I was referring to. Yeah, what the fuck is it called? Common like? room. No, it's like a, whatever, it doesn't matter. Um, she does find a bat and I'm like, go girl, go. She leaves the bat. And you know what? 
I she need do to not talk. know how to use. She does not know how to use this. I just thing. need everyone to just hold on to their weapons in these movies. Like, come on. She's closing curtains. Yeah, because that's gonna help. Yep. Just like uh, pulling the covers under over you tighter. You know, when you're afraid of the boogeyman, that's gonna help. Sometimes it works. A dead body gets thrown through the window. I believe it's. I want to say Mercy. It's no, Brenda. Brenda. Damn it. She's tied up. It's pretty brutal. Alice leaves the bat like an idiot. That's like your one thing you could hold on to, but whatever. I see. I've never been in a situation like that before. I'd like you to say hold that, on like, to a weapon. You know, there's see, a the, killer. You hold on to a weapon. You like to think you know what to do in a situation like that, but no, I know. I know to hold on to the bat. <laughs> I'm not saying. Like, she, later she tries to load a gun. I'm not saying even do that. I'm just saying, like, hold on to something you could bluntly hit someone with. Like, that's all I'm saying. She sees a car pulling up. She sees the headlights. She assumes it's Steve, so she runs out yelling, Steve, Steve, Steve. She opens the door. However, it is a woman named Mrs. Voorhees. And this is, like, some deus ex machina shit. You just threw that out of your tongue like it was nothing. Girl, I love using those kind of fucking terms. And I wrote it down in my notes. I was you like, sound just so smart. I am so smart. I know you are so smart, but that was like a really good. I fucking love pulling those literary yep. terms out of my ass. Like, I just love shit. I'm like, let's talk about John Milton. <laughs> let's fucking not. Put John Milton back. I hate him. <laughs> Put fucking John Milton back. I'm just pull saying out, we could. Pull out fucking Bram Stoker at least. Yes. Yes. So it's Mrs. Voorhees. Alice runs to her, hugging her. Mrs. Voorhees is saying things like, oh, I'm friends with the Christies. Whoever, the Christies. I, I, you'll be okay. You're just scared from all this stuff, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, you think she's, like, coming to save everybody, which no, for those I of didn't. you who don't know, that's what Deus Ex Machina is. It's just, like, some random motherfucker coming in and saving the day. That's yes. what Deus Ex Machina is. Pam Voorhees, Deus Ex Machina. But then she's fucking psycho. Yeah, so we do find out. Is her name's Pam, you said? Pam. Pamela. Pamela, Vo- Pamela well, actually, Voorhees. We don't find out her name is Pamela, apparently, until later in the series. But, you know, yeah. at this point, Mrs. it's 2021. Voorhees. She's called Mrs. Voorhees. Mrs. Voorhees, if you please. Let's call her Pam. Pam was the cook, apparently. She tells Alice that Jason drowned because the counselors were fucking instead of watching him. She actually says making love, but I said fucking. I like it the way you describe it better because it also seems more justified when you say fucking. Yeah, like those counselors were not making deep love. Like They're, <laughs> they're like 15 years old. They don't even know where oh, to Oh, God, put I hope they're not 15. <laughs> Um, today is also Jason's birthday, we find out. Friday the 13th, not today, today. Oh, really? She said today's Jason's birthday. Yeah, like, on Friday the 13th. Well, it would just be that month, the 13th. It wouldn't be Oh, yeah, the 13th. June, June 13th, I guess. What? Yeah, I'm like, that's not how Friday the 13th. Oh, Jason's a Gemini. Interesting. (laughs) Is he really a Gemini, though? Look it, look it up. Is he really a Gemini? Because it's June 13th. I know it's June 13th. Okay. Yeah, so so that's Gemini. That's firmly in Gemini. So uh, Pamela, Pam, says, I couldn't let this place open again. It's obvious Alice is starting to realize she's a bad lady. Pam comes at Alice, and Alice beats her with a poker and runs. But the old lady, she's a feisty bitch, man. 
She's feisty. Fifty bitch. isn't old. She is more than f- okay, but she they dressed her to look old. She's in like a cable knit sweater with like a Oxford shirt underneath. It's are you saying that if I put on a cable knit sweater, I would look old? No, I like because I wore them all. Sweater. No, I do too. I wore them all through college. So while we're taking uh, a beer break, <laughs> I Betsy Palmer plays Pam Vorhees. That was one sip. No, I know. I just wanted to take the opportunity. Pamela <laughs> Voorhees was like the fifteenth choice to play, or the actress. Betsy you mean? Palmer. Yeah. I mean, she literally called this movie a piece of shit and only <gasps> did it because she needed to buy a new car. She has repeatedly said she doesn't know who the person is in the hockey mask because her son is dead. Like, her character's son is dead. She's, like, so anti this franchise. What the hell? But this Wouldn't is the you lean part. into it? So, this is the fucked up part. This, this is something she didn't, e- she didn't even do. There was a movie reviewer. I forget his name. He hated this movie so much that he spoiled the ending in mm. his review. Like, at the, the time, movie. right? Yeah, and fucking doxed Betsy Palmer Aww. and said you need to write to this woman and tell her how horrible she did. Although it kind of backfired because it was the wrong address. Also, she is pretty bad, but you can't dox people. She is not a bad actress. Yes, I don't she think is. she yes, was. She well, is. she was. She was a stage actress mostly, so she was used to actually hitting people. So they had to teach her how to fake hit. She. The way she takes a hit is the saddest thing I've ever seen in my life. It's pretty. I, I don't know. I don't hate it. I hate it because this whole time, the villain was so aggressive and so nuts, like stabbing people, slitting. You know how hard it is to slit a throat? It is not easy. And this bitch is just, like, fucking doing it. And yet, she gets hit by one little thing and she, like, falls 20 feet. Like, it's, like, it's out of control. Alice runs to Pam's car. I like calling her Pam. It's more fun than calling her Mrs. Voorhees every time. Um, She runs to Pam's car, but unfortunately Annie is dead in the front seat. I still would have hopped in the car and driven, but she is too scared, so she doesn't. I don't know how I missed that all five times I've seen this movie. She runs to the, like, the Jeepish SUV car that Pam pulled up in. She gets in the front seat and Annie is dead next to her. Where the fuck was I? I don't know. (laughs) I, I, I just watched it this morning. Wow, okay. I believe I still would have fucking driven because, like, at the end of the day, there's so many dead bodies that, like, what do we do? Like, if Courtney Cox can do it, Courtney Cox can do it, so can Alice. Yes. Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I love Scream. Go listen to our Scream episode. It's the best. (laughs) Um, She runs from the car and Steve's body kind of falls down from a tree. Not, like, falls, falls, but, like, where, you know how when you're a little kid... And you hang from a tree with your knees and your legs locked around the tree. And the rest of you falls down. I was really bad at that. But that's what happens with Steve's body. And, like, it doesn't make any sense. But, like. Literally no sense. We're at the end of the movie where, like, all of the bodies we haven't seen die start showing up. But I'm into it. Yeah. I'm into it. This is the best part of the movie for sure. Um, Other than the sex scene, which, like, I didn't hate. But anyway. (laughs) I didn't well like in the sex scene and then Jack's death and Marcy's death. That's the very that's my favorite fucking, part. Yeah. That's the deepest part of the film and pun fully intended, babies. Uh and I thought it was the best Ooh. part of the film. Mm. Anyway. Uh so now Alice runs and hides in a different building. It appears to be like a horse barn. She like slides a door open. I can't tell. Mrs. Voorhees goes to the generator, Pam, and she turns all the lights back on. 
She begins talking as both Jason and herself saying, kill her, mommy, kill her. Kill and then, I will. I won't let her live, Jason. It's fucking beyond. It's great. I it's, love it. That's it's, like the best. That's the creepiest part of the movie. It really sure. is. It really is. So, um, Pam finds Alice and a bitch slap fight commences. It's bad. And then, like... I think Alice hits her on the head with a frying pan, like. Oh no, that comes up in a moment. Don't don't ruin it for me. Oh, sorry. Um, it's okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's just this this whole I'm thing kidding. Takes this movie so was made forty one years ago. I'm totally kidding. Alice knocks her out again and runs. She hits her with something. I don't remember what it was. It wasn't the pan yet. But she said, "I just wrote. Why don't these people ever keep their fucking weapon with them? Yeah, why? Like, well, a frying pan is heavy. No, that's not what she was carrying. It was like a poker or something. Oh well. Alice gets back into the main cabin. She turns all the lights out for some reason and hides. It's like a very childish thing to do. Like, there's so many things they do in this movie to make these counselors look like kids. Like, fucking Brenda in her nightgown and shit. Yeah. Pam finds Alice and tries to kill her with a machete. How does she not kill? I I don't know. Where does she get these knives? An axe and a machete. This bitch has been planning it. Yeah, it's been 20 years since her kid died. I'm sure she was but just she, like, if they she ever... she murdered the two... She murdered Claudette and Barry, right? Right. Okay. So the, the last time they tried to put people in, she killed them. So, okay. Right. That's what I thought. This is when Alice fights her off. Alice is a badass. She knocks Pam in the head with a, like, a frying pan, like a cast iron pan those things are heavy and they knocks really her out are. doesn't keep the pan with her though oh, Alice. and i will say i will say in all these movies while i understand the fear they don't have guns you need to take what you have with you like if she had kept that baseball bat she could have knocked her up fucking side of the head and been done with this you, shit. You really can get enough momentum with a baseball bat. Mobsters do it all the time. Mobsters do, but also, like, baseball players can hit a baseball, like, 100 miles an hour. Yeah, it's bat. ridiculous. So, like, you can fucking knock someone out. And you know what you do? You knock them out, and then you stand there and wait till they wake up, and you knock them out again. Also, also, just a quick little self-defense thing. It does not take a lot of... P- it takes like 15 PSI to blow out somebody's knee. They are not getting up from a blown-out knee. You can go in the groin all you want. They are not getting up from a blown-out knee, okay? <laughs> this is a fun anecdote before I finish up this episode. Um, I went to Catholic middle school and high school. And in 11th grade morality class, it was called... We had to take religion class every year, right? Morality First year was old class. Test. Good Jesus. So, yeah. It was actually not as bad as you think it is. Okay, because I think I it's thought, really I bad. I thought it would. No, 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 no. I thought it would be really, really bad. To, in morality class, we discussed rape, right? Like the mm-hmm. idea of like, and of course, in, you know, the mid 2000s, we're talking in an alley rape. What my priest taught us was you should wear heels. That's offensive, right? You think that's offensive? Oh, no, I know where he's going with it. Because if you the hit thing. them hard enough in the scrotum, they will bleed out. Yeah. Heels can So if someone tries to sexually assault you, you can kill them with your heel. And that is on my priest. (laughs) There are so many examples of horrible leaders in the church. And then you have a gem like that. I will say Father Shaw's Father Joe were the two best priests I could have ever asked for. 
Both of them were fucking hilarious. They had real discussions with me as someone who was not raised Catholic, as someone who was not baptized Catholic. I had questions. And who was a budding witch, right? I had questions and I would ask them. And sometimes they would say, I don't have an answer for you. And we would have a full discussion. That's super cool that they did that. They didn't just shut me down. They they seriously sat with me and were like, I can't tell you why. Um, for some unknown reason, Alice goes down to the shore and sits in a canoe. Dude, Alice is really having a love affair with this canoe. Alice is kind of a dumbass. I would have gotten in that Jeep with that dead body and driven to fucking town. She apparently was too exhausted to think of that, I guess. I don't know. So Mrs. Voorhees, a.k.a. Pam, uh, comes up behind her. She tries to kill Alice again. With a machete, there is a struggle. However, Alice wins out. She grabs the machete and in an amazing feat of film magic, decapitates Pam. I feel like the term lobbing someone's body part off completely fits. (laughs) She lobbed her head off. Like, I've never... And can we also discuss how... Pam's hands keep moving after her head is gone? Yeah, how the fuck? That's literally, that's what a chicken does. That is not what a human does. Can you imagine if in a, with a guillotine, the body keeps moving? The Voorhees family is part chicken. That's why Jason (laughs) never dies, apparently. (laughs) As someone with, what's it called, ornithobia, I'm scared of birds. That's fucking hilarious. I think we're going to have to, co- like, we're going to have to apply this theory to every other Jason movie we cover moving forward that Jason is half Oh, I chicken. can't wait. I told Evan I want to, I mean, and I'll obviously watch him again for the show because who knows what. I've been wanting to watch fucking. the rest of the Friday the 13th movies for years because. I, um, I'm really team Scream right now. I really want to watch. I know, like, Scream. well, and the new one's coming out in January. So, like, we're going to have to cover it for February. And Halloween just came out. I know, girl. We're like. Like, it's the perfect time for people like us. We're killing it. Halloween killing it. Halloween killing it. Spooky season is all year for us. Yes. I just, I just twerked, which I can't do, but I just like bumped. Also the fact that you're laying on the ground, like I, I want to see the laying down twerking. Like we got to get a video of this at some point. Oh, Alice now still climbs into the canoe. And goes out and to sea or lake. Goes out to sea. Goes out to lake. Like, what the fuck, Alice? Like, go away. Um, has her hand in the water. Who even does this in a bed with your hand? Like, are you fucking psychotic? People who like, haven't seen enough horror movies. Like, you know, if you've seen enough horror movies, you tuck that shit in. You tuck it. If you got to move it under your body, from under your body, you put it under the pillows. At least under the blanket. I do sleep sometimes. I don't put it over the bed, but my arm goes out. Mm. I usually sleep with my arms tucked under the pillows somehow. I sleep on my stomach. Yeah, that's so. fair. But the pillow keeps us safe. Exactly. The pillows are the protector of everything. The cops pull up. Alice is still it's morning. in the boat with her. It's morning. It's morning now. I apologize. It is morning now. There is Alice like this is fucking still... crazy like bullshit elevator music playing my goodness let me get through this scene it's jason's (laughs) all of a sudden we see a like decomposing body that also looks like it just has moss taped to a human um pull alice off the boat that's what it looked like that's ari layman yeah what ari 
Shalom. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What did you think he looked like, though? Like, what was that body makeup? I feel like, see, my brain was like, oh, he's a burn victim. And that's just. Yeah, I know, right? I think that was just because, like, I'm such a huge fan of Nightmare on Elm Street. So I just went to burn victim. Like, because he also no, has no it hair. Looks, it looks absolutely. He has, like, leaves taped to him. And I'm like, if you were underwater, you would not just have, like shit taped to you well like okay like, if, if the top of the lake had leaves on it like as you come up yeah you would have leaves on you but yeah you just he doesn't like, though it's like completely dead right like he is <laughs> well no like the lake is well it's a crystal lake duh come on come on v come it's a crystal lake no come on kylie what the fuck like i'm the one making the points here oh shit <laughs> we're so spicy like we've not even been we're recording spicy. that long I'm but so like hungry. the drink is hidden the drink is hitting and I'm hungry. Mm, I'm hungry. Alice wakes up in a hospital bed. This they is such a cheap Valium. fucking shot. Honestly, I it hate was. this. But they're giving her Valium and I'm like, can we maybe send some over here? Share. That Share, sounds, please. <laughs> that sounds really nice. Honestly, they she learns everyone is dead. She asks, like, did anyone survive? Everyone is dead. She asks about the kid that was in the water obviously jason she says is he did you find him and they said no we didn't find any boy so the end shot is she goes then he's still out there and we're like sequel 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 ten thousand sequels ten thousand sequels i'm here for it let's do it let's cover all of them if you guys want us to cover all ten thousand jason sequels let us know at which theater on instagram we need to because I need to actually see Jason. <laughs> I mean, we gotta see, we gotta watch everything up to Jason X in time for Sci-Fi Month, which is January. And you guys, Sci-Fi Month is gonna be so lit. I'm so. We're literally there is no way we're gonna. I mean, we can watch them and just cover. No, Jason I know. X. Yeah, I think that's probably what we're gonna have to do because, like, girl, I'm like, no, there's no way. Like, it would no, only be Jason. November is exciting. December is exciting. January sci-fi month. February is rom-com month. Like we're both, you guys, it's a perfect time to be a new listener of Witch Theater. And for your listen, you will get all this wonderful content. And I mean, one day we would like to expand that like with Patreon and all that fun stuff. So you have to tell your friends. Yeah. You got to tell everybody, follow me at the archivist, Witch. And follow us at Witch Theater with an R-E. I'm going to play us out. That's why I'm getting my guitar. Oh, my goodness. Follow V at Mystical Millennial. Yes. And Mystical Millennial, TFL, on TikTok. You want to pick it up, Kylie? (laughs) Kill them all. I don't even remember. I'm too drunk to even remember my own goddamn song at this point. Wow, this is a bad idea. I hope you all enjoy it, though. Kill the campers, mom. Kill them all. Um, we'll be back. I'm ending this because it's getting hurtful to my soul. Um, Are you saying the guitar playing's bad? That's so sad. No, it's, it's because you can't remember the lyrics. I really can't. It's hurting it's, like, me. horrible. Yeah. Uh, next week, tune in for our wrap up of all of our cool halloween uh killers because i can't say slashers apparently thanks for that evan and kylie (laughs) next week we're going to play a really fun villain game show 
So tune in for that. Don't miss that. And then and November, we'll announce November next week. Fuck it. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what you're saying. Well, we love you guys, and thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Kill them all. Kill them all. Kill the campers, mom. <laughs>